Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend yeah. of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> I'll say for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. So the fanboys run away to the van. Uh, Roach starts to run after them and jumps on the hood. They throw him off, and we get a much more pleasant pressed ham this time. Uh before uh, they realize that Linus isn't in the van. He must have fallen out. Uh, we're at a hospital now where a doctor comes out, as previously mentioned, is Carrie Fisher. Um, and she tells them basically they can't continue on the road trip. Um, and they tell her the reason that they're going on it is because of Star Wars. And she's like, Star Wars? Like, she doesn't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, she says that that Linus really needs to go home, though. Uh and then, of course, I got another clip here. No. Guys, we can't, we can't, we can't do this now. We can't give up now. Not when we're so close. Linus, it's just a movie. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it is. So, you know what? To most people, Star Wars is just a movie, right? Not to us. We just spoke to the doctor. Man, screw that doctor. Screw screw all those people. Did, did they ever ever get their their heads stuck in a bucket trying to be Darth Vader? I, I mean, I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> did, did they ever singe their eyebrows trying to make a lightsaber? No way. Did they name their right hand Leia? Who knows? Yes, they could have. But you know who did? Hey. Yes, you did. So did I. So did you. We all did. This is our Death Star, man. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm not running away from this one. 
<laughs> Screw it, I named both my hands. <laughs> Why are you trying to make me cry, bro? I named both my hands Leia. <laughs> Um, I like how he started off like you guys are sick. Like he was really. (laughs) So they're now trying to break out of the hospital. But of course, Dr. Fisher stops them. And Linus goes, you're our only hope. (laughs) Oh my God. Stop it. Stop it, man. Give me the tears. Fucking Um, from the the clip you played. And obviously that leading into the Carrie Fisher stuff where she kneels down and hands him the pills yeah, because he tells her you're my only hope. That whole shit, like that's my wife was watching my face because she was waiting for the tears to fall. Like, come on, give it oh, to me. It's like, better. Oh, oh my yeah. god, yeah. And then yeah. he kisses her and she's and says that I love you, and she says, I know. I know. <laughs> yep, the there fuck? we go. Yeah, that was that was heartwarming in a way that like I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that's a great little fucking. Uh, transition right there and then of course right after that we get to a scene where windows goes into a gas station bathroom and kevin smith walks up (laughs) yeah it says nothing's worse than a locked shitter when you got a turn right (laughs) Uh, of course the door busts open and jason muse comes flying out and starts spitting in the parking lot and then a big ass bald dude comes out behind them i just missed my donkey yeah that was kinky kelly from uh, clips too that's why I yeah. mentioned that because you talked about how yeah. uh, Kevin had a uh, scheduling uh, scheduling conflict. Yep, yep. So uh, Muse is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, and then the big dude hands Kevin Smith the money and Jason and Muse. Um, so he tells him that basically, I told you he was sweet and womanly. <laughs> uh, and make sure that he goes and tells his friends. I'll say too, Kevin Smith lost a lot of weight over yeah. the years. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he well ever since died. he had his fucking yeah coronary, he like got he he changed real quick. Yep. Yeah, this yeah. tubby bastard loves the cock. Loves the cock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jane, Silent yeah. Bob, y'all. Yep. That was that was that was in Mallrats, right? That he said that. Yeah, Mall. I think that was Mallrats. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because they were like in, they caught the, the police got him. He's like he's like. Uh, um, no, not me. I'm into chicks, but this tubby bastard right here, he loves the car. Oh, no, that was, um, maybe that it was, was Dogma. Dogma. No, it might've been Dogma, yeah, man. Yeah, I think so. No, I the, think it's it was, Dogma. It was, it was definitely Jane Silent Bob Strike Back where they had the chimpanzee and they were on front of, like out in front of the diner. Oh yeah. Mm. With William, uh, yeah, Will William Farrell. Yeah. Will Farrell was in it. Yeah. Ah, fucking love those guys. Those are movies we need to get into also. Yeah. Just but, do the uh, whole, you know. The uh, pantheon of uh, the Askewniverse. That'd be yes. fun, man. Universe, yes. Um, the View Askewniverse. That's what it is. Um, so they cross into California. Uh, get another little montage. Hutch is getting beat up by some kids with a lightsaber. Um, they see another convertible with hotties, but this time they actually get flashed. <laughs> uh, and they're they're now. I guess it's been over. Oh my god! 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 Oh, I, I just wanted you to continue on with the story, and I was yeah. just going to keep doing that. Crossing the Golden Gate Bridge. It's, it's been over 100 miles. <laughs> um, it's nighttime now as they pull up at Skywalker Ranch. Uh, Zoe has some, like, night vision binoculars that she's looking through. Um, they, they figure out they need to get to the level C editing base. And you know what we really need? A grappling hook. 
so they, they're they're walking out like in typical like um, fashion if someone's gonna break into something, but with Tom Sawyer playing in the background. Windows or rush. Windows grapples over and opens the gate. Then we get um. A hutch doing a ninja roll and crawling across the crowd for some fucking reason. Wait, wait. Can we just mention how tall this gate was? <laughs> it's like six foot. <laughs> yeah, it's I like know. something even my fat ass could get over, could manage to <laughs> hobble over. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that bad. Um, they uh, they get in using uh, the device that Shatner gave them. They follow a map through a corridor. Uh, and Shatner gave them a key card that opens the door and they walk into this room. that's like a museum of collectibles. They just start randomly grabbing shit too. Hutch grabs Hans pistol. Uh, Zoe's like playing with the R2D2 recording the help me Obi-Wan. Um, then Hutch grabs Andy's hat windows, finds Willow spellbook. You know, Willow, <laughs> that little guy. I love that. Hey Joe, remember the time we went to Planet Hollywood and I and I was annoying because I pointed out that all the props Everything's were wrong. inaccurate. <laughs> there was one though. There was one though that was accurate when we saw DJ Qualls clothes from Road Trip, and I told you that fucking RJ thought DJ Qualls was an actual DJ. <laughs> that was great. That's true. He That's had me true. convinced for that episode. I did. That was pretty good, right? It was good. <laughs> Oh, well, it's funny. funny. Talk about I, it. Talk about I, it. Accurate. I, I believe the bullshit so much. Yeah. I convinced everybody I else. I was totally convinced, but, um, that was when we were to, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. RJ's we right. in Hollywood and I had the cream by lasagna. <laughs> oh, Eric, one place if you, if, and when you get to Vegas, um, they have an Avengers station thing that you can go in. Oh, it, it costs like 40 bucks. And, it's all just fake shit. <laughs> it's it's an actual it's it's actual MCU Disney like you know place, but hey, they tell you it's from the movies. You know the props are from the movies and stuff, but you look at like ninety percent of this stuff and it looks like shit. There's no yeah, way yeah. it came from the movie. So the that's kind of how I felt. You know, like the last twenty minutes of this movie, I'm like, okay, they have a few. I'm, I'm such a nerd for this shit, man, and. You know, you can tell by looking at stuff like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like a prop. That looks like, oh, that's a toy. That's a toy. Yeah. And uh, even the Boba Fett helmet that, uh, oh, that was they're bad. playing with in the scene. It's like, okay, I remember getting that from the Halloween costume right. store when I was eight. That's yeah, some some of it is just terrible. Side note, Joe, have you ever been to Vegas? Uh, yes. Did you ever go to the Star Trek The Experience? I wish. I heard about that. Okay. That was gone before I started going. I yeah. heard yeah, about so that. Yeah, so I went I was I went when I was younger. It's it was pretty fucking cool. You got to like one of the things that they had was uh, Oh, I watched YouTube videos on this. It's it's awesome. Like yeah. I wanted to do this. Dude, what about that shopping mall? I think it's in Jersey where uh they built a replica of the uh, Enterprise, like the original Enterprise. No, I haven't, I haven't been to Jersey ever. Okay. Well, if you're going to go. Who the fuck wants to go to Jersey? <laughs> hey, listen. Jersey's the Garden State. It's fucking beautiful. It's okay. pronounced garbage. Garbage State. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's very true. Um, Give Jersey a chance. Somewhere in Jersey, there's a burnt-out shopping mall that's got a replica of the original uh, Enterprise deck on it, and that's worth the price of admission. Okay? For the whole state. Okay. I All right, so know. just as bad as Jersey, we get uh, Hutch's Temple of Doom accent. No, that was 
that was spot on. I thought that was good. <laughs> I thought that was really good, actually. Um, the, the guards are watching them on camera. Um, Linus and Eric are reflecting on Darth Vader as the security guards come in. <laughs> I love the fucking silver mask from... Uh, yeah, TX-1138. Yeah, yeah. TX-1138. Um, they they, they, they uh, try to run away, but Zoe gets grabbed, and Windows isn't leaving without her. Never tell him the odds. <laughs> um, now, here's a great cameo. Uh, he grabs the lightsaber and says there can only be one, which is obviously a Highlander references. But um, one of the security guards, played by Ray Park, who's also Darth Maul yep. in, in episode yep. uh, one, pops out two beatdown sticks and starts doing the Darth Maul uh, lightsaber. <laughs> yes, it's so him. great. Um, but he eventually gets dick punched and they escape <laughs> to an elevator where you hear the Yoda voice says, Going up, you are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You didn't point out their um, their costumes, sir, or their yeah, their me uniforms. Eric, me and Doug already talked about the, yeah, the THX eleven thirty eight. Yeah, we just said that okay. like two seconds. My ago. bad. I, I I zoned out. I was looking at um, backup cameras. Anyways, continue. <laughs> um, they they run through the house and go into a garbage chute, which is fitting. And of course, that uh, Lucas is going to have an, an, an accurate recreation, a recreation of the. Uh, the garbage room from New Hope. Yeah. You know what, though? Can I just say with Lucas, I could almost actually fucking believe that. Yeah. I, I 100% <laughs> like, believe it. Like, I really could believe and that the, he's, he's that, like, fucking egocentric with his creations. Yeah. I mean, I would. If it was me. Well, I mean, again, uh, egocentric, you know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the, uh. The walls start closing in and they start flipping out, but then Zoe's like, that's the exit right there. Yeah. Um, they run down a few more hallways and end up in uh, Lucas's office where they see a laptop with the episode one rough cut on it. Okay. Um, let's, let's just talk about this real quick. And I could be completely wrong. I might be completely wrong, but I don't think anybody had rough cuts of fucking anything of quality on their laptop, even even if it was Hollywood. Yeah. A- am I wrong in thinking this? Like, like well, nothing was digital. Still had a Jar Binks screensaver. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Nineteen ninety eight. Like that's the turning point, right? So maybe you're starting to get, you know. Hey, look at the dailies on your laptop. Like maybe that's highly. I just I'm 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 putting dollars to donuts that that's not the case. Yeah, but I well, could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. This guy is the guy who invented the Pixar uh, computer. I, right? I like how you believe or that helped. he can have a working um, New Hope garbage room, <laughs> but he can't have a laptop with a movie on it. <laughs> that's, that's just simple hydraulics, sir. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> So they press start and the and the crawl begins. Um, just as they do, security gets to the door and they all start to scatter and hide. Uh, Windows lands on top of Zoe on a couch and he tells her about the hooker in Vegas and that he loves her. Uh, <laughs> she says she loves him and they start kissing. Uh, security comes in and take off their masks. And of course, it's Will Forte and Craig Robinson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking love it. Um, and Hutch is like walking with him, pretending like he's the security guard too. <laughs> Who are you guys? Yeah, who are you guys? <laughs> um, but of course, that doesn't last very long. Uh, Linus picks up a Millennium Falcon and uh, says he's going to smash it. 
Uh, yeah, this this is one of those things that pissed me off, especially, you know. It looks the, like trash. Yeah, yeah, the response is like, do you have any idea how much that's worth? And I do, and it's like $35. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, Forte says he won't do it. Then Eric threatens he's going to smash a training remote. And Forte says, well, he'll destroy Yoda. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then we have this the, quite the Star Wars Mexican standoff going on. Zoe holds a light uh, a lighter up to a Ewok head. Um, and I love Forte's line. I was always more of a Star Trek fan anyways. Yes. Um, and then a bunch more security breaks in. Uh, we get a shot of them all lined up at a table and the head security guard walks in, which of course is Danny McBride. And I of course am going to play another clip here of Danny McBride interrogating them. Cause it's amazing. How are you guys doing? You doing good? So let me get this right. You guys wanted to see our movie early for free. So you broke into private property, huh? And you tried to steal it. I, I, I haven't even seen the movie yet. Uh, sir, I understand that this looks bad. It looks like three to five years locked up for breaking and entering bad. That's right, sweet cheeks. By the time you all walk away from this, your faces are going to be shrunken and shriveled just like your one nut. What? How can you possibly know that? Oh, we know about your uniball. We know everything, Mr. Harold Hutchinson, a.k.a. Hutch, son of Gloria, humongous Rush fan. Dude, you're freaking me out, man. How do you know this? Because you have a Rush shirt on, dipshit. And because we have a dossier on every single one of you. No one move. Get your hands off the glass table. Hello, Mr. Lucas. Yes. I can hear his beard. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that it was a hole in my security, but how did you guys break in? I used a grappling hook. Was William Shatner involved with this? No, not at all. They said no. No, no one was hurt. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very well. I've just been told that what I said earlier... I no longer believe. <laughs> Mr. Lucas is touched and mildly flattered by what you have done here. And I have been informed that I feel the same way. So the charges are going to be dropped. Oh, yeah. That is, of course, if you are what you appear to be. What do we appear to be? Fanboys. Something we can easily determine with a simple quiz. What is the name of the planet that Leia gave Grand Moff Tarkin as the false location of the rebel base in episode four? Bantoine. What is the name of the gunner in Luke's snowspeeder? Back. Where is a woman's G-spot located? What? If you were to ask a woman to perform a Mississippi handbag, where would your testicles end up? <laughs> That's not a Star Wars question. I didn't say the nipples. I said the little bumps around the nipples. Yar, are. That is not a Louisiana pile driver. You wouldn't know about that, would you? <laughs> Virgin. <laughs> Virgin. Ariola Borealis? 
near the uh, bumps. That's what you do. You aim for the eye, grab the lip, lead it around the room, blinding the marlin. God, you're sexy and well-versed. I like it. Congratulations. Mr. Lucas has decided to drop the charges. So what? So we we're free to go, right? Well, not exactly. He says you can watch the film. Oh my god! <laughs> we can watch the movie. <laughs> hold it, hold it. Only you. Good man, that's right. All right, so Eric, are you crying? <laughs> Shut up, man. Shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I know. Can I just say, Kristen Bone, this scene is my spirit animal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Tell RJ, me I'm wrong. RJ, where do the balls end up with a Mississippi handbag? You going to tell me? Yeah, I'm going to tell you. I guess. All right. I thought you, I, Jesus, I'm disappointed in you. No, yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's, I know what it is. Okay. Well, I just, so I want you to tell me where, where do Google you, search me. Give me a second, Doug. Where do armpit. you, balls, yeah, thank you. Woman's okay. armpit. Yes. All right. <laughs> thank uh, you. All right. Sorry. Which, it RJ. makes sense because like you, ever, you guys ever seen that? Like they have like a day bag and they'll throw it under their, their armpit. Right. Like exactly. That's your nutsack. It's, 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 that's, that's. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Proceed, Joe. Okay. So uh, Linus is watching the movie. It's real sad. Um, the rest of the gang's out in the van waiting. And he uh, comes out and just says Chewy, which basically means shotgun. Uh, they leave and head to a campsite. Um, and I have another very fucking long clip here <laughs> to round out the movie. Uh I know, like I said, I didn't have a ton of clips, but they're all long ones. So, uh, uh, you know, sometimes that's all you need. But it's heartfelt. So here we go. That's not bad. I need to, I should probably tell you before, before I'm going. Uh, you can say it, I'm going to against you. I just, I wish I could change these last three years, you know? You know, I wouldn't want you to. You got to keep the flaws. Crappy effects, real puppets. That's what makes it so good. Yeah. This was never about the movie. Yeah, this was uh, about all this. Look at us, we're we're together again. Freezing our nuts off. <laughs> I'm gonna go save him. You coming? No, I'm good right here. 
you guys this time. That better be your lucky R2 Pokemon. Nope. My peace. Gross. Talk to me. Where the hell are you? I'm just finishing up at the garage here, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. I don't. I think it's quite shot. Worst series ever. Total Lucas Rickball! The artwork is Neo. <laughs> Best. What's up, my nerds? Yeah. Huh? Watch you ask the man for an autograph. Ask the man for an autograph! Do it! Here you go. All right, let's move it, Bubba Fax. In the line. Move it. Let's go. Hey guys, what the hell are you doing here, man? Oh, come on, bro. It's the wars. I love that about you. Ah! Did you see your face? Oh, that's right. Oh, good. You guys, the lines. The lines. Hey guys. What if the movie sucks? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler so course, alert. Yeah, exactly. What if the movie sucks? Yeah. Um, now we know what if. <laughs> yeah. I, I really enjoy um, this whole like montage of shit happening. And I think what really makes me enjoy it so much is the fact they're playing Space Hog in the meantime, which is yes. one of my favorite songs. That's like one of my favorite bass lines to play. Yeah. If if I pick up a bass anywhere, I'm going to probably play that because <laughs> uh, it's so much fun. That's a great tune. That That is really a great tune. Yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to let that whole thing play out just so I could hear the song. <laughs> Um, we get the, you know, Linus saying his goodbye to Eric. And then of course he dies because he's not at the movie theater with him. Uh, we get the call back, you know, from the first act, you wake up spooning somebody and you have an R2D2 in your pants. This time is going to be your penis. It's it's so, it's great with how casually he just says that. Nope. That's my penis. <laughs> nope. My penis. My penis. <laughs> uh, 
then uh you know hutch has got his uh detail shop open hutch's uh touch <laughs> on and he calls it a garage he doesn't call it a carriage house yep and uh eric's drawing comics again and you know chaz shows up and the two boba fett's uh, i'm not gonna say what he said but the two boba fett's are sitting yeah. there giving him shit <laughs> um it's the wars bro uh, so, so yeah, I, I do find that, uh, interesting just because it kind of reminds me of another movie, uh, the other guys where, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Will Ferrell? No, not Will Ferrell. Oh, uh, Robert? the captain, Batman, oh. Michael Keaton. Uh, yeah, Michael Keaton, when he's quoting Destiny's Child yeah. throughout oh, yeah. the whole movie, that's yeah. kind of like what Chaz's character reminds me of, but kinda, like yeah. not as clever, right? Right. Like um, cleverly deployed the the references to show that he actually is a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then everyone's in the theater. Everyone's in costumes and celebrating and having a good time. They clink their beers together for Linus, and then they say. What if the movie sucks? Yeah. <laughs> Which, in hindsight, it did. It did indeed, man. I don't like sand. <laughs> yeah. Coarse and rough and irritating. Yeah, but again, like, they captured even just the shots of the people in the theater, like, so amped. Like, I remember that feeling so vividly. And this movie hit me so hard because, and I've told you guys this before, this is something that me and my brother share um who we've had on the show so like every time a new star wars movie came out no matter where in the country we lived you know distance wise we had to see it together on opening night whether i flew him up or i flew down you know it didn't matter like it just it became so like that that little bit of dialogue like it's it was never about the movie you know it's it kind of rings true for me like yeah you know i love these movies but they represent so much more Mm -hmm in my in my life and in my childhood and just like the feelings involved so like i said i I cried much more than i should have and this was another one of those moments where i was like fuck man like this it's not even fair but it, it really is checking all the boxes for me i think um the movie you've seen the most in the theaters says a lot about you. What, what's Which of the movies that you guys have seen the most number of times? Which movie is the one you've seen the most number of times in theaters? In theaters. The like most you've, the, the one movie you've seen more times in a theater than any other movie. Are you talking Star Wars movies or any movie? Just in general. Any in movie? Because this movie will, mm. this will tell me a lot about you as a person. I, for me, it's Back to the Future because every time there's a theater showing it, I'll either go or my wife will take me. So I've seen it in a movie theater uh, as recently as like three months ago. (laughs) Doug? Yeah, see, I'm not that hardcore. I mean, I used to go, you know, back before... (laughs) Back before VCR even existed, VHS tapes even existed. Like Jaws, I saw four times because that was the only way to see it. And I did see... I did see... Does that count? Yeah, it counts. It sure says it does. about Doug. Um, he's in New England. He's asshole. old. Yes, that's what it says uh, about Doug. Doug's old. Yeah, Empire yeah. Strikes Back was three or four times. Um, you know, and VHS was available then, but I still went to see it. I saw Endgame three times. I mean, you know, so yeah. Hmm. RJ. Um. Actually, I. 
the movie I've seen most would be Empire, because like with uh, with uh, Eric and Back to the Future, I uh, saw it a handful of times back around. Actually, more than this movie is supposed to take place because they re-released them with all the specialized shit. I was young enough to not really know. Like it was like one of those things when I like I watched it in theater. I'm like, wait, this doesn't happen in the VHS, does it? Mind you, I'm only seven, six or seven years old. Right. So like, it's not like something like I know like the back of my hand at this point on what version I'm watching and what the difference is. There was just, it was slight enough to me like second guess myself. I guess I don't really pay attention when I watch it at home because yeah. I don't remember that. All right, I'm going to send a picture because not only did I watch this movie more than any other movie in the theater ever, but I actually have the official script book from the movie. There we go. I just sent it over. Uh... (laughs) Oh, jeez. I watched this movie like 25 times in the theaters when it came out, and that's Beavis and Butthead New America. And then I actually got the actual script to the book. (laughs) <laughs> well, you just reminded me, Joe. I mean, Rocky Hara, I've seen 25, 30 times mm. in theater. And I still have, I still, I can't one. believe I still have this fucking script book. Like, what year did I buy this in? That's pretty impressive, dude. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I, I just had to look on my shelf to see if I still had it. Fucking um, pretty random, if you ask 1997. Me. All movies. I, mean, I, I know, right? 97. Yeah. <laughs> What? I don't know what, why. What is it about? It came out when like I was in like 10th grade. And I anime, anime, or animated classic that speaks to you, Joe. Um, I just think it's Mike Judge's sense of uh, comedy I, that really speaks to me. Because if you think about my favorite things, Silicon Valley, Office Space, Idiocracy, Beavis and Butthead to America, um, King of the Hill. Like, I love fucking Mike Judge shit. It's a great enough. movie, though. Beavis and Butthead to America. It's so good. We got to do that on one of these episodes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> oh, God. I, I am the Rick Conolio. I need TV for a I am Beavis. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was cool. <laughs> they were whacking in my tool shed. <laughs> Oh, God, it's such a fucking great movie. Uh, But anyways, on that note, we have something we got to do, guys. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Play 
Entertain. So it's that time, guys. Ratings. Where do you guys, RJ? Since you're the guest here, you should go first. What do you give fanboys? I forget. We do this out of ten, right? No, zero to five. Zero to five. My apologies. Five being best, zero being uh, Will's mom's cookies. <laughs> Fair enough. I give this three out of or three point eight out of five uh flat hams or whatever they call it. <laughs> Pressed hams. <laughs> Pressed hams. Pressed hams. Three point eight. So and probably if you have asked me this like back in two thousand and nine it would have been way higher. I would have given it like, you know, like a, a whole point more. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, it's nostalgic. I, I do appreciate that. It, it definitely brings back a lot of memories, but also kind of made me sad of where like star Wars fandom is at now or just fandom in general. Like it was a much, you know, simpler times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, where, where insults were, you know, acceptable. Like, well, not just that, but I just meant, I, I was trying to do the, the new hope line, you know, oh, uh, what is it, Eric? Come on. Tell me what's the lightsaber. Uh, it's a weapon from a more civilized age. Exactly. I feel like this is when fandom was of a more civilized age where you just sat around talking shit with your friends about fucking movies you love versus now it's like, super political or it's like yeah, the internet oh, hasn't then cor- hadn't corrupted us yet <laughs> yeah yeah you know you don't have people like you know when it comes to like star trek like who just really truly are like the the seth rogans in this film where like like inclusion is a fucking terrible thing even though it's been prevalent in star trek since day one and you have to be a fucking idiot to realize that that's not the case but you have fandom like that and it's just it's so corrosive these days where it's it's just disgusting and it, it does but this film does bring back a a a more civilized era mm-hmm. for sure right. when it comes to fandom and i appreciate that yeah, and also yeah. the soundtrack fucking a yeah. christ there's my childhood <laughs> yeah yeah uh eric uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with with you, RJ. It it takes me back to a time in my life where like being in love with this kind of shit puts you on the outside. Still, where it's like it's just so prevalent today. Like everybody loves all of that shit to the extent that it's not you're not an other. You know, if you have an appreciation for science fiction or comic books, like it's just pop culture now. I agree um, with that a hundred percent because you're more of an other now when you say the Mandalorian sucks. Exactly. Let's see, you you're on the opposite end of things now. Like you yeah. are discriminated against yeah. for your. Well, no, and descent. to be fair, oh, and Joe's rightfully so. Yeah. Joe also also appreciates uh, Star Trek Discovery, which diehard fans also fantastic show bastardize you know fans of all the time. Yep. Until yeah. they watch it and then they realize that they were wrong. Yeah, exactly. Bullshit. <laughs> Most people who I know, like, they're just like so ignorant about well, it. I'm just and, like, and they're got, today's version of a fanboy. That's I the got problem. diehard Star Wars fan to admit that Star Trek is better by having them watch Discovery. I mean, look, I love both. I, 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 right. There's not much I don't love. My my whole feeling on it is 
there was something sort of special and unique and character building about loving something that much that sort of made you a social pariah. Correct. And so, so maybe some of that character gets lost now that it's so accessible and it's so accepted. Um, so it's cool to be a nerd now. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. very, it's very cool. Yeah, you have um, great sitcoms like Big Bang Theory cashing ugh. in on that. <laughs> Amazing pieces of television. Yeah. So I, I I appreciate it going back in time. You know, I, I like I said, it this movie gave me all the feels, you know, between Carrie Fisher and just between some of the dialogue and and ultimately like this movie was about here's this silly thing that means so much to us and not everybody can understand it, but here's why. So I, I related to that in a big, big, big way. Um, you know, film wise, like it was, it was kind of amateur. It was kind of, you could tell they stretched the budget as far as they could. just like a million dollars that they shot it on or no, I'm sorry. A million dollars that they made uh, eight or nine that they shot it on. Um, it was a failure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but for me, I got to give it a solid 3.9 uh, out of 5. Mm-hmm. All right. That makes Dougie? sense. Uh, I mean, mainly what's already been said, especially with RJ. I, it's funny. I looked back, you know, obviously using IMDb to get some of the trivia and look at the cast and such. And I, when this came out, I rated it an 8 out of 10. And... I, I, I don't like this movie nearly as much as I did when it came out. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was my mood today or whatever, but um, I, I only laughed a couple times. And I, th- I thought it was, you know, yeah, there was a lot wrong with it, mainly because of what the studio put the writers and directors through um, to, with the changes and shit. And I think that really hurt this flick now. Um, so that being said, I mean, it's a 3.6 for me. Still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yes, I can't trash this movie, not even close, because it does mean so much to me. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, I, it, it would have, just like RJ said, if we had done this right after, it would have been like a 4.5. <laughs> yeah. And it's a 3.6 today. I just, I just couldn't give it higher than that. Well, as so me, being a fan of insult comedy, of cameos, of asinine things, of just these kind of movies with big casts of, Things not ever really seeming to go right, but then they seem to work out at the very end. Uh, take away from it a little bit of the shit because I don't really care about the cancer story. I don't really want to watch a walk to remember. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm with the original director on that. I get the, whoever the fuck we didn't want it in there. I'm like, I don't need that. Oh, it was Harvey me. Weinstein. So yeah, you're with Harvey yeah. Weinstein, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know just saying kind of you and not me yeah, exactly you and harvey Lock i don't step. need to Great. fucking I, when, you know when i watch football i don't want to know about the fucking guy's family just watch just fucking play football <laughs> like i don't need the backstory this is an american idol um but anyways i i i, I watching this movie again i really did enjoy it i'm gonna go and give it a 4.3 Nice. Wow, man. the biggest really trekkie like it. here gives it, it, it give it gives well, it the highest rating. If like I said, if they would have gave it like see, they they did show love to Trek though. That's the whole thing. Like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, so, like, I, I can't fucking, hate on it. And, oh, and Han yeah. Solo is still a bitch. It, okay. Mm. Here's mm. the thing though. You know, evidence, right? Like, show me an example of Han Solo being a bitch. Well, 
and I'll give it to you. Okay, so they basically glorified Shat. They glorified Shatner in this movie by like making him the person who actually was able to give them everything they needed to break into the compound, and even to the point where George Lucas was like, "It wasn't Shatner, was it?" However, when the the time that they're basically sucking off Harrison Ford to like say how great he is, they had to take a shot at him by putting six days and seven nights on a billboard on outside. Well, that's because okay. Harrison but, Ford is a megastar. What's William Shatner doing? Priceline is not a bitch make, my friend. He's he's doing Priceline, Jerry Ryan's panties. <laughs> Jerry Ryan's uh, He can get into anything, anything. Oof. I don't know. Plus, uh, I just I just thought it's like enjoy it all. It's, it's a fucking fun movie. I yep. like fun movies. It's fun. Yeah, it was it I, was uh, it was a love fest. Now I that, think uh, uh, with dark hair was pretty good too. I just came to the realization: the mm. new trilogy and everything that came of the new trilogy, as far as fandom is concerned, actually ruined this film for me. Mm. Because it, the, like, a lot of the stuff that went through my head, like, when things are like, "Oh yeah, I wish it were that simple," or like, "Man, you can't have those like passionate conversations without getting like super political and like whatever." You know, that that you see now with, uh, like I said, fandom. So because of the toxicness of some of the fandom now since this film and since the new trilogy, kind of made me – it kind of diminished fanboys a little bit for me. And that's that's very upsetting. Listen, yeah. I, can, I can see where you're coming from. But you got to remember, I'm a, a 36-year-old young man, you know, approaching middle age. Eh, all right. Name one of his hands, Leia. <laughs> young man. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, you say young. A little bit. Well, Not young anymore. Compared to Doug, he's like a newborn. Exactly. Oh, God. No, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, Doug's probably got kids older than you. <laughs> Not quite. Listen, the, the point is. I I'm got kids your with... age, though, RJ. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. <laughs> he's got grandkids older than you. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You, but Doug is right. I'm rolling up on 40, and that's kind of the point, man. You, it's I'm like, 39. Well, yeah, you're a little closer than I me. I just turned 30. Hair. So, hey. Oh, goddamn baby. But, I, you know, these new trilogy movies, like, yeah, they're divisive and there's more people invested in You hear wait, more opinions wait, now. I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm wait, what did you. you say, though? What word? Divisive? Divisive. Divisive? No, it's divisive. Listen. Divisive is the correct. The no, correct it's divisive, term. Joe. It's not divisive. It's, it's, it's divisive. not divisive. No. It's divisive. No, it's divisive because it divides people. No, it's divisive. It's divisive because I've it... never heard the word divisive. You guys are fucking with me now. I'm not no, fucking with you. I swear to God, that's a real word. It's a no. real word. I promise you. No, I'm like you're three double me. IPAs in from Mother <laughs> Earth, in, and I can tell you right now, divisive is a word. No, divisive. Joe, regardless. Hold on, I gotta. Feel like I'm getting the fucking uh, wicked. Uh, hold on, I'm, I'm playing. Okay, here we go. You ready? Right. I'm probably gonna be wrong. No, you're so. actually right, Joe. Divisive. Wait, Ooh. what is it? Divisive. Yeah. What is it? Divisive. Huh? It's divisive. Listen, potato, potato. <laughs> the point is, man, I'm rolling up on 40 years old. These new trilogy movies, the trailers would come out, and I'd sit in my car like a kid. Watching them over and over again, calling my brother. I mean, there's still some goodwill towards this stuff in the world. Writing's not you know that I mean? easy, but it's not all really can help. This sentence is grammatically correct. RJ, how high are you right now? I'm not. I'm drunk, but. <laughs> 
I'm um, still kind of pissed that Joe was right. That's all I was like. I was trying to honestly, what no, I, was I was doing, too. like my, what I was doing is I was literally trying to find another clip <laughs> I to prove Joe's, Joe being wrong. Well, because it divides people. It's divisive because it divides. I've just never said it like that. My entire uh, life, well, I've never said it like that. What do you call like a that. thing you measure temperature with? A thermometer, of That's course. A thermometer. Duh. It's a thermometer. It's you're a measuring. You're thermometer. using a meter to measure thermos. It's a thermometer. Uh, I, you, I guarantee, if you pull that one up on how to pronounce it, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about what it is, it's a thermometer. You don't call it a multimeter. It's a multimeter. I, multimeter, multimeter isn't the same word as multimeter. Yes, it is. It's spelled right. the same way. <laughs> it's a thermometer, not a thermometer. Okay. You're and not measuring moms. So you go ahead and you be the only person in the world who pronounces it that way and live your life in peace, my friend. All right? <laughs> live my life like a fucking intelligent person. It's like, yeah. wait, what do you call a person who uh, sells real estate? A realtor. Okay. At least you got that one right. I can't stand it if he was a real realtor. Right. Or what about a person? A realtor. A realtor. It's just, just realtor. Right. And what about a person who sells jewelry? A jeweler. Oh, wait, right, I'm sorry. What does a jeweler sell? Jewelry. No, it's just jewelry. No, it's jewelry. Nope, jewelry. It's jewelry. jewelry. Come There's on. no E before the R. It's not jewelry. It's jewelry. Jewelry. Oh, is... Joe, Joe, listen. Differing <laughs> pronunciations of divisive, right? Divisive, divisive. Both are familiar. Both are widely used. And there is no difference. Rather, like the two pronunciations for either tomato or tomato, just individual idiosyncrasy. Right. All right. And the, then the last test here. Um, what 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 what's the thing that heats the water in your house called? A heater. <laughs> what do you call it? What are you talking about? A water. The, the heater? thing that's yeah. You oh, you're talking heater. about hot water heater. Blah, blah. I hate it's when a people water fucking heater. say hot water heater. You're not heating hot water. You're just heating. You water. know what I hate? I hate I hate when people say dead body. It's a fucking body. The body's dead. We it's assumed that if you're talking about a body, that you're talking about a dead person. It's not a dead body. No, not talking necessarily. about nobody. Okay. What about anyway, your body as a wonderland? Are is we trying to turn? Person? Are we trying to turn an hour and a half movie into a three-hour episode? Pretty much. Uh, All I right. think we fucking did. We're close. Pretty much. We're, cl- hey, RJ, we're close. We're close. It's time. We're, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna take like 15 minutes to plug something so we can be three <laughs> hours in. <laughs> Just to piss off. I'm just going to hit stop on the recording. (laughs) It usually takes you about 15 minutes to plug something. I mean, it takes me a little bit longer. It depends. It really depends. It really depends. It takes him 15 minutes to plug something. It takes someone else two seconds to plug him. I mean, depends on how big that person is. They got to have more girth than R2. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) All right, R- RJ, what do you do? Hi is not, not necessarily something I need to plug. <laughs> uh, but girth, definitely. We need something. Wow. We need something with girth. Anyways, you can <laughs> check me out. At, just surprise me. The That's part of the, the, the O'Rourke network, if you will. <laughs> it, it, it's the JSM podcast network. Yes. Okay. Okay. At least, at least it's not named after him, nah. <laughs> you know. Um, and you can also catch me at Telly Talks on YouTube if you like, you know, guitar stuff. Don't forget the Renegades and Renegades of Pop, where I just sit around and talk shit with uh, my lovely, lovely co-host. Yeah. 
super talented. Very. The co-host, not me. Of course, yeah. And very to. honest. Oh, yeah. And accurate in everything she says. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. 100%. What movie are we doing next, Doug? Uh, we are doing uh, the movie, one of my favorites, Almost Famous. That was excited. me. That's the story of my life. Yes. Blue jeans, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned that one on a watch, uh, Walk to Remember. Yeah. I, I think I know why. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't one to remember. No, not at all. Nah, it was not a day to remember. Almost famous. Yeah, but mm-hmm. real real quick, I am definitely making a substitution soon because in looking at IMDb's recommendations for more like fanboys, the movie Observe and Report popped up. That's a good movie. I need to do that just to get everybody's – we're not going to talk about it now because that is a disturbing fucking movie and I just need to get everybody's vibe on it. So that one's going to be slipped into the rotation. All right, I'm All right. Down. that's it. Don't say any more because I want to keep okay. it fresh. I know. Yeah. Uh, also, another movie that comes up that's one of uh, the household faves is uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. I just oh, watched that recently. That's a good movie. That holds up. That's a funny did fucking. You, did movie. you do the enema? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, let's just put it like this, gentlemen. If you do your job at plugging it. You shouldn't you shouldn't worry about anything because nothing's coming out. <laughs> Damn. So, All right. Okay. Mystery, All right. And on that say, note, lights, camera, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Han Solo's no. still a bitch. No. So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do too, because I host this podcast, and um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals, and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7, dot com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz, and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost. Both, both based on some fantastic movies. So, uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And um, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>